When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome in. It's Ethan Skolnick from Five on the Floor. And as we've told you, we're going to give you some bonus episodes here on the feed. This one is called Floor is Yours. It's hosted every week on the YouTube channel by Brian Fonseca, along with Timothy Bain and Tony Schwartz. And filling in this week for Sean Rochester, our very own Greg Sylvander. Check it out. It's Floor is Yours. Down Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome to Floor is Yours. Uh, I am Brian Fonseca, and uh, there's Timmy, there's Tony, there's Sean. We might have a party crasher, TBD on that. And uh, this is not Five on the Floor. I was going to do that joke off the top, completely forgot. So this is our intro. Uh, guys, we're in the middle of the in-season tournament. I'm not going to ask how you're feeling because we're not going to be here for very long because we have a time limit on this. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get right into whether or not this is working. Um, the Heat lost to the Bucks, so they're out. Uh, we have eight teams left. And I noticed that it was very confusing because... Yahoo Sports trotted out Jason Fitz and shout out to Jason Fitz. He used to be at ESPN and he was doing a video on all the scenarios, all the tie breaking scenarios. And it was very confusing (laughs) (laughs) and he was doing it well. And ESPN had their own article, tie breaking scenarios. And it was very confusing. The Heat Bucks game alone had like several different scenarios as to who advances, who isn't. I have my own theories on why this is, because I think the NBA actually fucked up this tournament, though I think it's working well. I think they messed up the format a little bit. So let's go to Tony first. Do you think this is working? Because I do, but I do think there's a lot, a lot of room for improvement as it pertains to this in-season tournament. Yeah. Which should should be called the NBA Cup, by the way. In-season tournament's a stupid, lazy-ass name. It'll be called the AT&T Championship in like three days anyway. It'll get I, a actually, new I actually think it's going to be Amazon Prime. Amazon. Oh, totally. I could see it. So I think it's working great. Casual fan seems really interested in it. I like the competitiveness of the whole damn thing. I think it's one pant leg in, one pant leg out, though. Make it longer. 
Give, give it more games. Make the point differential thing matter a little less. Right now it matters so much. And it's creating so many scenarios. Just stretch it out more in the quarter of the season. I think you, you solve the problem. You have less tiebreakers with more games. Timmy, want to add to that? Yeah, so just because, you know, we, we are sicko, so we watch basketball yeah, year round. But I know um, Charles Silva, he wanted to get as a market employee. And I, I said to a friend, like, the Pelicans had a rough start of the season. Zion had all the controversy, missed a couple of games. But the Pelicans are third in the bracket for the quarterfinals for the West. Like, they're, the ninth, they're in the ninth seed. Usually you don't play as hard in November as a ninth seed. But now he has a chance to get the first NBA Cup. So I think it 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 um for us people who play fantasy and, and read bad and all these wonderful things that's been associated with the game I love, it, it creates competition, you know? It's it like I, I I'm I'm not gonna lie, I've been locked into these season games. Um and like you said, Brian, it is a stupid name. It's called the NBA Cup, sponsored by Amazon, Apple, AT&T, Kia. Um, but yeah, I just like the fact that Starry. Oh, I hate that. I tried to take somebody into Miami. It's like, no, just give me a Mondo. Has um, Jersey I, ever made you laugh before? Who? Um, one every six videos. One that's every actually, six. That's actually a high high percentage. You don't like you don't think you don't, you don't like the, the jail one? Anyway, we, we're going off topic. No, I like legitimate comedians. Anyway, uh, continue. Shout out to uh, Eddie Murphy. Um, anyway. I just like the fact that we get competition because usually, you know, people pay attention really around Christmas and even and even it seems like um, the coaches are kind of like the, um, the heat went with an eight-man rotation. And I know the guys were hurt, but Spo clearly wanted to, you know, win that game. Um, and like they said, we don't care about the point differential. We're going to have somebody watching it. We're going to play for the game and play for the win. And it just makes, um, I think it just brings, as people like to say, oh, let me see, the regular season is dead. I think it just brings all legitimacy to these games early on when people are still feeling their way through. Um, so I, I like it. I think the the jerseys are dope. I think the the, the courts need to be finalized because that, that next one gave me a headache trying to follow the basketball on the orange court. Um, and like I say, it was it was too confusing because um, we were we – were, I, I found out that even if the Heat had won, they would have had to have won by like nine points more than the next one. Like that's too much. That's too much going on. Like just to figure out if we're gonna, because even if we want, we won, we will still lost. Like it's just, it's just too much. In that, in that instance. So the eight teams left: Sean, Boston, Indiana, New York, Milwaukee, New Orleans, Sacramento, Phoenix, and the Lakers. Which you know, solid group of teams. I think all of these teams are gonna make the playoffs, or at least a very high percentage of them. But how do you feel like this is all going? I think it worked out um, probably because it's scripted that it's a good balance of good veteran teams also with a couple up-and-coming teams. You didn't want too many of either side. Um, I think I'm guessing, because me and you think alike because we both are degenerate gamblers, that what they needed to fix is that everybody needed to play at the same time last night. Mm. Died because the problem that it created was some teams knew their target score and some teams did not because they played prior to Tuesday night. So the yeah. teams that last night that knew their point differential had an advantage because they knew like the Boston Celtics. Um, and they tried, you know, they were doing hack a drumming in the third quarter or whatever, which is cool. I, I'm cool with that. Up by 30. That's fine. Hey, you know what? 
I had minus 25 and a half. I had all those alternate spreads. You had to they were going to go for that stuff. So as a gambler, and because the NBA and all the pro sports are so far in bed with gambling, they're going to have to fix that. The problem is, though, how many teams are in each division? Five. 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 Yeah. You can't play everybody at the same time if you have an odd number. So how do you get to that? Until you expand to 32 teams, you can't create even numbered divisions unless you play cross-division games. So I don't know the solution. It's a minor thing, though. I thought it was entertaining. I didn't really necessarily uh, stay up. I was surprised this morning when I when I saw that the Kings battled all the way back. Yeah, um, that, I, that game one that shocked me. Crazy. Because I went to bed at halftime, and I didn't think they had a chance. But you know what? I think, honestly, I think the product has been good. I was in New York for the game where we blew – uh, it, it seemed like a very intense playoff-like atmosphere. It's not going to be the playoffs. I don't feel like you know that's the the replication. But we'll see next weekend when it gets to Vegas what it looks like. I think the tournament needs to be reformatted, um, because typical of the NBA and just like a league that's there's jokes you can make about like this is a league run in America, so they want to do things their own way. But internationally, when you have these tournaments, the point differential matters across the globe. So I don't think it should be an issue here. I think the point differential aspect is very fun. Um, if, if, if everyone played at the same time, if everyone played at eight or nine last night, it would have a week 18, formerly known as week 17 feel, where everybody's playing basically at the same time and you're trying to get these results. The reason why I think it needs to be reformatted is because it's just very confusing for a lot of people because what you have in each group are an odd number of teams playing an even amount of games. And that's why there were so many tie-breaking scenarios where what you need to have uh, is an odd number of games and an even amount of teams. That's why in the Olympics, the groups were six teams uh, per group. Now it dropped to four. In the World Cup, if you remember all the tables, and this goes for soccer as well, it's four teams, each playing three games. Because the chances are someone's going to be 3-0, and someone's going to be 2-1, and someone's going to be 1-2, and someone's going to be 0-3. and You know who's going to move on at that point. And a tie-breaking scenario is not going to be as confusing. Like, it's very much more streamlined in FIBA Americas, Afrobasket, Eurobasket, the Asia Cup, the World Cup, and the Olympics. So I think you need to redo that. And the way the NBA should do it next time around is you have five groups of six because it's going to be 30 teams still, right? And last I checked, five by six is 30. <laughs> so you, what you do is you have five groups of six. You have everyone playing five games in their group. And you have just take the group winners, the five group winners, they move on to the next round and then just take the next three best teams. Whoever are the highest three next best teams in terms of record and point differential. And then you go to your knockout stage. So you go from 30 to eight and it doesn't need to be deliberated that much longer. I think you're adding a couple more games as a result, but this is clearly working. Like it's gotten attention. There's some stakes to it. Tyrese Halliburton came out and said, yo, I've never won anything before which you hear that you think it's crazy, but like, no, the majority of these dudes, like while they were very talented in high school and AAU, a lot of them got bounced out of their state quarterfinals and shit. and didn't actually win a state championship, like didn't win at the college level either. So I think 
it needs tweaking in that way. But the games are good. The games are interesting. And I don't know what it's going to be, what it's going to mean for like the the conversations where we're comparing players down the line. This person has more NBA cups than this person. I'm not sure if it's going to get to that point, but I don't think it needs to be because these in-season tournaments are fun. Like in soccer, they have them all the time and they're all good. And it's just another accolade that you can put on somebody's resume. Let's close it out with this portion of the tournament um, or the in-season tournament talk because I have futures, guys, speaking of betting. And I want to know who do y'all think is actually going to win this tournament now that we're at this stage because we have Boston at Indiana, which sucks because I actually thought Indiana could have gone far. Uh, but they're, you know, that's an interesting game. You have the Knicks at the Bucks. You have New Orleans at Sacramento. You have Phoenix at the Lakers. Timmy, uh, 15 seconds. Who do you think is going to win this tournament? Because they have such a behemoth that can court. And you, you said it. I actually think the, the Pacers are going to take this tournament. Um, yes, I'm being biased about the heel, but no, I, I like I like this this offense for this tournament in a one shot, you know, like as good as Boston are, uh, they um they still have some lapses. Like Jalen Brown was like one for twelve. Um, just three games ago, it it a bad Jalen Brown game gets him not the, the playing tournament. And, this, and um, that and was about I, fifteen seconds. That was about fifteen <laughs> seconds. You were right there, Tony. Who do you think is going to win this tournament? <laughs> Agenda. I pray it's Kevin Durant so he can get as many hypothetical rings as possible. Uh, reality. I think the Kings can get really hot really fast. Yo, a shorter window. So I kind of think it's the Kings. But if not the Kings, then the Celtics are just really good. I have a Sacramento Kings $1 future on this tournament. Smart man. Uh, I also had one on the Pelicans, who I would like to see win this tournament. And now CJ McCollum is back. So I'm very intrigued at that. Sean, do you have futures on this? Because I know you probably have a couple. I do not. Uh, I'm looking at them right now, though. Boston about 3-1 to one as a favorite, all the way down to the mm-hmm. Knicks on the least favorite, 17-1. to one. Pacers 14-1 to one because they play Boston in the first round. I like Timmy's point about the Pacers because of how they play and because it's like the NCAA tournament. One game, that's it. Not a yep. seven-game series. Yep. Um, I do like the Kings, though. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the Suns. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking but about that, too. Suns-Celtics. Suns-Celtics. I hope it's not, though. I want to see one of those up-and-coming teams. Indiana versus Sacramento, I think, would be the most fun outcome. Um, But in terms of, like, the actual basketball piece of it, if you love just chaos and offense, um, I think what the league would be rooting for, Knicks-Lakers, Celtics-Lakers, I think Celtics-Suns would be interesting for the league. Uh, I think getting Zion in there would be fun in the final. Me had to get him there in the bubble, and he just didn't. <laughs> we'll put Zion on the extra trip to Vegas would lead to interesting results. Um, <laughs> buffets be warned. <laughs> and then you have, um, I mean. Milwaukee could win this. They're just going to open up themselves up to jokes, Damian Lillard in particular, if they do. Yeah. And yeah. Milwaukee's the other one that can get really hot. Like, both of those guys can score 30 for two games. That's 
totally possible. If Middleton needs doesn't fall off the bone, like Middleton only plays when Miami is in front of him. Like otherwise, he's a Cohen. It's killing. Turn around, step backs, fading away, looking like Dirk. He was killing for no reason. Let's do our let's do our floors mind segment. Here's where we will put imaging. We don't have it yet. Whose floors is this? <laughs> so we have. <laughs> 60 seconds each, I'll remind people, on an interesting subject uh, that has jumped out to each of us within the NBA or potentially out of the actual games. <laughs> but there's one topic that kind of want to bring up, but I'm not going to touch it. Um, Timmy, we'll go to you first. What has stood out to you this last week or so? I have been fighting tooth and nail on social media, telling people that Clay Thompson is not washed because he came from two bad knee injuries to lead, to not only win a ring, but to lead the NBA in threes last year. But not even my homerism could, could save him. I think Clay guys should have signed this contract extension. Um, Bob Myers even said it in one of his uh, features, I think, because he's on ESPN right now, not on ESPN. He said that um, he had loyalty and rings. Because even Clay said it, like a reporter asked Clay about um, how do you feel about Stir Steve saying he's going to stick with you, to stick with you. And Clay was like, well, he's going to bench me. Um, so there's there's something brewing in the Golden State. I don't think it's good between Clay's frustration. They are frustrated with Wiggins and they are under German suspension. So we were looking for one more run for the Warriors, but I think guys that put a fork in them, the dubs are done. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handled. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer means you can use them longer. And also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well, and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. 
Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Tony, what a fork in the Warriors. What a call. What a call. Um, Kind of agree. I was, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. Brooke, Kevin Durant in his second year in Brooklyn went from 26 to 29 uh, points per game. His efficiencies went up, especially uh, around the mid-range. He actually lost – a field goal effectiveness because he just became a worse three-point shooter that second year with Brooklyn, but he was also figuring some things out in their offense. But typically, second years inside of team system is where Kevin really starts to cook, especially post-OKC. Um, Kevin right now averaging 31 points a game, shooting 90% from the free throw line. He has his best three-point field goal percentage at 52 through 15 games, which is more games than he played for Phoenix last year. Uh, he's really hooping his ass off, and these Phoenix Suns are starting to figure some things out. The way that they play right now, they clearly need to try and consolidate anything to just get seven deep. At the moment, they're not even seven deep right now. That's the big Achilles heel for the Suns, but um, they're playing better team defense, uh, and the roster is starting to figure itself out. Guys are figuring out where they fit, at least in the offensive perspective. They're sixth in offensive rating, ninth in net rating. Uh, and they have a chance just to keep piling on games with their their like three man weave of guys that play injured uh, every single day. But if all three of them click towards the end of the season, they're on the sun. Utah Watanabe is pretty good, and a lot of those guys are starting to figure their role out a hell of a lot better than they were before. Eric Gordon actually looks serviceable. Never thought I would say that, but he does. So I like Phoenix a lot. Yeah, I, I streamed them in. Uh, I streamed them in fantasy for uh, about a week. He's been good. And, He's got like 291 points on the season. That's really good. Yeah. Eric Gordon's Eric Gordon's in year 16, very quietly. Um, I, I just have to be homo for like two seconds. Thanks to Eric Gordon. My country is on the brink of qualifying for the Olympic qualifiers. So shout out Eric for putting your American passport in your back pocket to help us, this small little country. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, good luck winning that Olympic qualifying tournament because you you got to get through some teams. Uh, so do we in Puerto Rico, but at least we're hosting ours. So maybe we have a chance if we can get some size because we got to play goddamn Lithuania. Um, Sean, what's yours? I think two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, one of the early episodes I talked about Indiana early on and how their offense impressed me. And, and I'm going to go to the other side of the ball with a team that is impressing me with their defense, the Orlando Magic. and. Both are, I mean, the Magic are younger than the Pacers. Don't get me wrong. But the Magic, if you were to say, I need you to learn how to play offense and get better at offense, I think that's more possible than the Pacers are to become a good defensive team. So the fact that the Magic are young, they figured out the defensive end under Jamal Mosley. They don't have uh, Wendell Carter Jr. even out there, who is a great big that should be really anchoring that defense in a lot of ways. Um they could be a problem. Like, I don't think a problem like Boston, Milwaukee problem, but I, I think like in the Southeast division, that's your competition. If you're the Miami heat, not the, not the Atlanta Hawks. And obviously there's, there's two JV teams at the bottom of the division, but the magic are the team that you have to beat. Do I think that they're going to win it? I, I don't, and I'm not going to go that far, but it's, it's a good defensive team. They do good things. They have offensive players. They just haven't figured out the offensive part yet. Jalen Suggs has started to emerge a little bit in his Open. role. He's kind of struggled up until this point. Um, 
even Mo Wagner off the freaking bench. I mean, they're just they just have guys that play well together. If they can figure out the offensive end, they can really be, I think, more than a play-in team. But uh, I like what they're doing. I like what they're building there, even if it's not this year. Go ahead, Tony. Fifth in margin of victory, fifth. And they have great room for consolidation. I mean, I'm not sure what Jonathan Isaac is doing over there with that the ankle injury, uh, but him and Markel don't have a role right now. And Mo keeps getting better and better with more playing time. So I don't see why they can't consolidate and get even better. Well, Houston hasn't won a, a road game yet, and I don't think they will tonight against the Denver Nuggets. They're the only team that hasn't won a road game yet, and I do wonder, like, Fred Van Vliet was somebody who I thought would have fit with that team. I, I I think less so now because Jalen Suggs has sort of broken out in some way to the point where I think he should be all defense. Um, well, I mean, if he keeps this up, of course. But I agree. I think Orlando has room for consolidation because of the picks the Isaac contract, the Markel Fultz contract, who I don't think is going to get an extension. No. You're, honestly, my floor is yours. Could have been Jalen Suggs' first half fantasy every single time. Just hammer. Hammer it. Mine is going to be on Josh Giddy. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> the unders the unders hit, though. The unders hit. Yeah. The unders Josh, are hitting. I bet Josh Giddy under 16 and a half points and rebounds uh, last night. I don't know if Sean saw that, but uh, he did hit his under. He hit it 16, just just like uh, he hit 16s on and off the court, apparently. Well, this one ain't um, going on the feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark Cuban uh, sold his majority stake of the Dallas Mavericks. That's what I got, um, which was kind of surprising to me and out of nowhere, which got a lot of people thinking. And we could actually spend a little bit of time on this before we get out of here. He sold the majority stake to Miriam Adelson, who is um, some 78-year-old billionaire anonymous woman that I've never heard of. Um, a lot of billionaires tend to be anonymous. And Mark Cuban is not really one of them because we very much know who he is. He bought the Mavericks in 2000 for $285 million. He's apparently going to maintain some level of control of the team. Not some, Brian. All <laughs> control of operation. Yeah. He's going to He's still gonna run it, but he's 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 he sold his stake for three point five billion dollar valuation, as reported by Mark Stein and Shams Charania, which I found interesting because I'm not sure they like each other. Uh, Cuban is expected this is from Yahoo Sports is expected to remain with the fran- to remain with the franchise as the controlling owner of the franchise, despite selling a majority share of the team. And Miriam Adelson, who he sold it to, is the largest shareholder of the Las Vegas Sands, sold about $2 billion worth of stock in the company earlier Tuesday with the goal of buying a sports team. And a lot of people are asking questions. Is Mark Cuban getting out ahead of something? Does he think the NBA has sort of plateaued? What's going to happen here? He also notably did this before expansion because we're expecting within the next five or so years there to be a and team in Vegas, maybe Seattle. Shark Tank on Monday. And he left, he left Shark Tank on Monday, and there were also rumors, and this is the part that I don't care about as least because I think he has uh, – don't care about as much because I think he has no shot. But people are saying, hey, is he going to run for president? That's what I, that's what I think. I don't, that's what I think. The Democratic Party, we know what's going on, and the Republican Party, we know what's going on, and he ain't going to run as a Republican. So if you're going to run as an independent, you're just going to waste everybody's time. Not to get political here, but, I mean, seriously, like, if he's if, if that's what this is for, 
I mean, shit, we're entering 2024 now, so he's kind of late, isn't he? So I don't think it's that. Um, I guess it'd be interesting if it is, but Tony, what do you think? Uh, would you vote for Mark Cuban or Joe Biden? I'm uh, just kidding. Don't, don't answer that question. Uh, say what you were going to say. <laughs> I think that uh, when you're freeing up this kind of capital and time, you're making a play. Uh, that's typically how that goes. I don't know if it's a political play. The AI space has a ton of money just flowing through it right now, and it wouldn't surprise me if he's going to try and attack the AI space. But that's you know, first thought. What if he snaked the Mavericks and actually bought the Vegas team? <laughs> if it's, sure if it's a ticket, play. Lynette, if it's a ticket of Michelle Obama and Mark Cuban, what are we doing? Oh, shit. What Brian, that's, that's interesting. So insurance by Lynette commented, and shout out to Lynette. Um, 2028, which... I mean, Biden's run. Yeah, we're actually going to do this, I guess. Biden's run would end 2028. This is not going to be on the feed. I'm letting you know that one right now. <laughs> Biden's run as president would end 2028 if he wins in 2024. <laughs> great, great time for the bell to ring. Um, and I just want to know, like, I, I don't even know where to go with that. But here's this, and I can't remember what podcast it was on. I think this was on... Maybe the Rusillo podcast I listened to today. They were talking about the the woman that he sold it to has connections to Vegas. She's like a real estate mogul. So there's a connection mm-hmm. to Vegas there. Speaking politically, she also has a lot of connections to um, certain certain someone we won't mention that um, is kind of questionable really? about. Yeah. Really? So that that politically is going to be interesting in terms of the NBA because they lean so far on one side and she certainly seems to be very far on the other side. She got well, Sean, I think I happy that you said that because maybe that's the reason why Mark Cuban is running the team. I, I don't know. I, I go listen on to, like, to me. I, go no, on. Because if, if they are, for, not, I don't say afraid, but if they don't want her to have that much of a say and presence, maybe it was like a you know on the table deal. But you could have you could own this team, but Mark Cuban is still going to be the governor. That's just my my two cents. Well, some people also don't think that that's actually true. I don't. I know Brian. You probably listened to Levitar today. David Sampson doesn't think that he's actually going to continue to have power in that it's being misbroadcast. But David I don't Samson know if that's kind of be all. respectfully. But, but they did like, make a point that I think is true that you have to have one governor. You can't have like, yeah. for example, the Arison family can't be the governor. It's got to be one single, you know, one single person. So it'll be interesting. I don't know what uh what he's got up his sleeve, but. Power it also won't. Maybe, it I would. I throw work. it on a better edge. Yeah, and Mark West, West did tweet. Maybe you get the Las Vegas Mavericks. Listen, um, th- whatever is going to happen, I think if you're an observer of the NBA, if you're a watcher, if you're a reporter, if you're whomever, if you care about the league at all, you have to pay attention to the Mark Cuban thing. Regardless, I think it's a it's low key a massive story that. It just happened out of nowhere because there have been rumors about like, are the Blazers going to be the next team sold or, you know, whomever. Dallas was not on anybody's radar. Nobody's. I, I Yeah, I just don't think that if I'm I, 
from what I understand about Mark Cuban, I've never seen him jump a ship, you know, unless that what was he was trying to go to was a rocket ship. And I don't think the NBA right now is a rocket shipping, you know, in any other market. You know, there's I don't not think a any, different any, market. I don't think any sports league in this country really is at this point. Yeah, right? I, at this point, I think it's it's more a financial play. Like, it, would we be really surprised if we found out that he he's now a, a huge owner in some kind of Microsoft subsidiary and like uh, two weeks or something, or, or maybe, he's making a pitch to buy X? Like, would any of those? So, I, literally, I was going to ask that. I was going to say, what if it's just X? Like, what yeah. if it's, you know, what if it's that capital, right? Um, but since we're talking about the app from Twitter, um, the owner of X uh, said F everybody about 10 minutes ago, because I don't know if you guys know, that everyone pulled their money out, um, Disney, et cetera, et cetera. And he, he went up there and just said F you guys. And then he said, um, I maybe I shouldn't have retweeted that tweet. It was giving my enemies a loaded gun against me. Um, so someone's going to have to bail him out soon. Someone because he's he's hemorrhaging money. Um, by Christmas, he probably won't have any sponsors from the big Disney's, the the CNNs. I really pull out the money. So that's another thing to watch. It might be he's gonna just save X. Uh, he'll get money though. I oh, man, I can't believe we're talking about this on Flores yours, but he, he's gonna he's gonna get money from the other side of the aisle. Like they they'll give him all the money he needs after making comments like that. So that's probably where the FU comes from. I don't think it's a money thing for him anymore. Now he legitimately believes he's building some kind of free speech platform while also criticizing free speech. It's hilarious. Pelican 79 Sixers 58 in the third quarter with eight twenty six to go. Uh, Manny, you can take us out in a second. I'll just plug StubHub real quick. Uh, thank you for sponsoring the program. Save 15% off. Use code SAVE15 in all caps. That is SAVE15. Uh, I actually just got tickets uh, through StubHub to a comedy show that I'm going to be going to. But I won't say who I'm going to see because uh, I don't know how well that's going to go over given the episode we just did. We'll save that for another time. He's going to see Matt Reif. No, 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 no. I like real comedy, not fucking fake crowd work. Let's go to a couple comments before we get out of here, because we're all over the place. Skylar says it was fitting that Lillard, the one the Heat didn't get, drops 32 points to knock the Heat out in the season tournament. Can somebody tell me what the Heat's record is when Kyle Lowry scores 20 points or more? I'm just trying to figure something out real quick. Probably better than no. I'm just kidding. Give me a second. Um, I think. I think. <laughs> I think oh, oh well, I will say this. Um, the story to me, Skyler, is not is not that. Um, it's really Bam and Jaime Jaquez, which we already talked about post game show last night. Five on the floor earlier today, and you know those are heat specific shows. This is not, but Jaime Jaquez. Is is getting to must start territory for me. You just got to find a spot for him. Like he's he's too good. Over right over now. over over Caleb. Yeah. Next uh, to Jimmy. Well, I think I think the name is High Smith, not Caleb. But that that's just my. No, yeah. I, I saw Ethan may, said that maybe they were possibly maybe researching Caleb. That's just a, that's he was just throwing darts. Well, I thought Caleb coming into the season before the knee stuff would be the six man anyway, and just kind of run that unit, and then Hive Smith would be the four. But the way Hawkes is playing, it's like 
he's closing games, which is what matters anyway. But this dude is good. Like, this is the best rookie that they've had since, well, Tyler. But since at least that, I mean, not to disrespect Kendrick Nunn, who's actually second in rookie of the year voting. But if you're talking about Jaime Jaquez in a conversation with Caleb Martin, Jaime Jaquez is the guy on a four-year contract, essentially. And Caleb Martin, from a business standpoint, you don't know if he's going to be here beyond February. Jaime Jaquez is locked in for as long as the Heat pretty much want him. As is Nicole. Heater five, five and one when Lowry scores less than five points. Four and seven when he scores more than five points. <laughs> Next, on five on the floor. Thread. Shout out. No, I was going to shout out anybody for that one. We have one last comment, Manny. We have another one. Put up Greg's and close us out. <laughs> Lou Dort got to be in the hall for his in-season tourney resume. Yo, Lou Dort, he sucked lately. He was on my fantasy fallers list. Um, I had dropped him. tournament games, though. I dropped yeah. him in fantasy. Just not great. But he's playing better than Josh Giddy. I'll give him that. If if uh if the Heat would have went to the in season tournament, the agendas I would have pushed about in season tournament, Kyle Lowry would have been crazy. I'll say Absolutely this. Absolutely crazy. I'll say this. Coming away from last night's game, if the Bucks don't really shore up that perimeter defense, Jimmy's going to eat them it's alive. Bad. I got to tell you, they got Malik Beasley out there doing the most, trying to guard guys, and he can't oh. really stop anybody. He, he kill you from three Caleb, though. But Caleb had that boy looking for his shoes. Here's the thing, though. Jimmy and Haywood Highsmith are the reasons, one, that I thought the Heat's defense was shaky because they didn't play, and two, that Giannis hit his fucking over. Um, but I think that I think that um I think Jimmy and Haywood Highsmith changed the equation a lot on what Malik Beasley is gonna be able to do from three. And thank and you to StubHub. Thank you to StubHub, Manny. Take us out. We're Yo, done. hey Sean, man. Hey, no. We're- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.